Welcome to Happy Hour with the Home Collective. We are your hosts, and we're doing something a little bit different today because we are down a host. Bill Ball and Kristen McFeely are here today. Hey, Kristen. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Good, and we're down Dina Suriano. Uh, Dina is MIA for uh, wedding <laughs> preparations, we're going to say, yeah. I think. Right? Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She is getting married. You've heard us talk about this wedding for months now. She is getting married. What are we? Di- what are we? A week and a half exactly away from her big wedding day. So she is in full wedding mode right now and cannot record with us. But she is <laughs> in our thoughts and prayers. <laughs> She's in straight oh shit mode. We can't wait to have the podcast after the wedding where we can talk about how much fun it was. Barely returning our text messages at yeah. this point. So <laughs> she's in full on uh, panic mode, I think, right? With I all think the, so too. The last, the last second stuff. I actually so. texted her this morning and I was like, mental health check-in. Is everything okay? Are you doing okay? And she was like, yep. Now we're just in like excited mode. Okay. Like everything else. They went down to Delaware. They loaded up on um, alcohol for the wedding, which they're doing at Dina's parents' house down the shore, which will be so much fun. Um, so they had to buy their own alcohol. And yeah, they now they're just excited. No more stress. They're just excited for it. So I can't wait. I can't wait. So anyway, uh, what are you drinking tonight? So I am drinking. So as you know, I just got back from vacation. Billy and I, we were up in Cape Cod for two weeks. And I usually come back with a lot of beer from there because I love I love some of the breweries up there. But it's all gone. And we have a totally empty beer fridge, which is very unusual for us. So I am drinking an espresso martini right now. Oh, I'm a little, okay. I'm a little fancy, but normally yeah. I'm a beer person. But um, yeah. How nice. about you? What do you got? What's funny on? is I'm normally, you know, a cocktail person and I'm drinking beer. Oh. <laughs> so I was at lunch today uh, with a buddy at Yards and I had a beer that was named, what was the name of the beer? It was, it was a bourbon barrel triple, I guess, Belgian style. Mm-hmm. Delicious. And I, bought a gra- I bought a growler. I got a, <laughs> my first ever growler. On my way out, I saw... Um, you know, the host. And I was like, cause they have the beer fridge, you know, with a lot of their bottled beers there. And I said, there's no way I know they're not going to have this, this beer bottle, which would have been perfect. So I asked them and he's like, no, we don't have that, but you can get a growler. And I, I didn't even think of it. I'm like, okay. It was all buzzed <laughs> up from the 9%. So I was like, yeah, 9%. Yeah. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Explains the nap when I get home, but yeah. So I got a growler of it. Anyway, cheers. Nice, happy, happy nice. hour. Cheers. Happy, happy hour. So what's been going on with you? It's been a while well, since we did this, so it it has. <laughs> I know like we've got days some of summer. up. I know. Um, yeah, so we just got home from vacation. We were gone for two weeks. We go to Cape Cod every summer, Billy and I. Um, we skipped last summer because of COVID, so we didn't realize how much we missed it until we did miss it. <laughs> and uh, this year, we just had we had an absolute blast. It was so much fun. It's so relaxing. It's just like it's it's really our favorite place ever. So. But now we're back and back to the grind and all good. Everything's good. We've got a crazy storm rolling in right now. I think it's probably starting to hit my area and it'll be hitting you soon. Um, I think it's just that time of year where we're getting, you know what I mean? Like it's so humid out and then at the end of the day, it just has to release. Yeah. It so rained really hard yesterday. Were you, you mentioned you were at the Phillies game yesterday? Yeah. So it was like a last you know, minute thing. Um, my in-laws come over to watch uh, our son the same day every week. So I just asked Sheena if she wanted to take a walk down to the ballpark because, you know, we live 
couple blocks away just to get out, get a beer and uh, a couple hot dogs or something for a few innings. As soon as we stepped out of the house, I looked at the sky, and there, there's no rain on the forecast. I look at the sky, and I'm thinking, it just feels like it's going to rain. Yeah. I just know. You know, because it was so humid, just like today, so humid. So anyway, we go down to the park, and um, we get there a little early just because I we walk up to the window, get standing room, and we actually, we got seats, but, you know, we're, we're going to go stand in um, Ashburn Alley. Oh, so, yeah. uh, you know, we get dogs and, and beers, and uh, my whole thing was I said, I also want to get a bag of peanuts and sit down. I said, so let's walk around, you know, eat and drink, watch a few innings, but then I want to go to my seat. With my peanuts, I just want to sit there and crush a bag of peanuts. You know, I don't know. Yep. <laughs> so by like the third inning, I was like, all right, let's, you want to go, can we go sit down? So then we got, I got a cocktail. I think she, she did too. She got like a Tito's and lemonade. I got like a Tito's and club. So we had cocktails. I got, I got my peanuts, all excited. I get to my seat. I eat 10. <laughs> and literally we, we were on the, you know, the, the, first base side and we saw from the third base side we could see the water coming almost like you were on a beach and you see the waves breaking oh, man. we seen it in the light it was just coming at us and we're like oh my god like it was like she got up and ran before it even hit our seats and i was just trying to like get peanuts in collect so your crack and peanuts. i'm like how many can i get in <laughs> And yeah, so we got stuck. It was torrential pouring. I, we were watching it. We were watching the game, and then they had to do the rain delay, of course. But um, it was crazy. I mean, it was because it was packed. The stadium was packed, and everybody just like got up all at once and just ran mm -hmm. undercover. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have a photo of me and her where with our backs to the <laughs> to the field where it's just pouring behind us. So I'll, po I'll post that on the IG oh, nice. where I drink. Yeah. Yeah. So while we were at the game, I was thinking about doing a blog article for our website for visitors coming into town uh, for Phillies games, like a guy's trip, like, you know, three jabronis from Chicago or something. <laughs> and they're <laughs> they're coming into Philly for a Phillies game. And because everyone what, does know that our Phillies are in first place, right? <laughs> <laughs> By Give the time I do the, the edit of the show they won't and be. post it, they, probably, <laughs> they, they won't, won't be. be. They probably blew like three saves by the time oh. I get the show out. <laughs> but I was thinking about putting a blog article together for, you know, like a guy's trip because you see that all the time. Like there's a bunch a great of Dodger idea. fans last night. Yeah. So guys coming into the city uh, and then there's a seven o'clock Phillies game and what to do, like what food stops to make and oh, how, to, how to kill time before before the game. I love it. I think that's an awesome idea for a blog post. What do you, what do you think? They're so they're spending the night and they're waking up in the morning, and they're getting their day started. Before? Yeah, yeah. So I was trying to think of like a whole day, and I was going to do like a couple different scenarios. Like awesome! I can't wait to hear what. You're <laughs> like, all right. So like, if you're going to the Phillies game, you're probably staying, you know, in South Philly. Maybe you're staying at the Live Casino. Maybe you're staying in a Navy Yard. Probably something pretty close, close by. So the stops I had are for the most part, on the south side of the city. Yeah. So I was going to say, like, you know, if you're you're an early riser and you want to go to a, a breakfast, a local, at a local spot where it's, like, not, you know, touristy and it's kind of, like, off the board. I'm not, I, don't, I didn't want to give any, like, you know, um, obvious spots. 
So like for breakfast in the morning, I thought of like Fitzwater Cafe. Oh, that's a good one. Right? That's a good one. I love like it seven, there. Seventh and Fitzwater. It's a small place. It's yep. more of a mom and pop style. Um, small menu, but it's, it's different all the time. Specials are great. They're like Eggs Benedict or, is great. Coffee's great. So something like that at 7th and Fitzwater. If you're an early riser and you like like good breakfast and don't want a diner. If you want a diner, I would say go to Penrose, too. <laughs> so yeah, Penrose. Just, we'll just throw Penrose in there, you so know. Wait, are you a Penrose or an Oregon diner? No, Penrose. Penrose, me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Penrose. Penrose, you know what I love about Penrose? If I'm, before I was married to, like, I can walk into Penrose walk right to the counter, sit down, and I can have food in front of me in about six minutes. <laughs> yeah, My you full can. meal in six minutes. <laughs> it's like the, the waitress turns around, takes my orders, calls, you know, hits me with a lot of dolls and babies and honey. All right, honey, turn around, <laughs> hit those kitchen doors, and then the doors are still swinging, and she comes out and just, dro- <laughs> and just drops the dish right in and front it, of me. And it's piping hot. It's Yeah. It's piping like the, hot. It's like the, the chef had his ear on the door listening to my order. So, <laughs> I um, Yeah, so I love Fitzwater for like an off-the-board breakfast, but another like off-the-board for, let's say you, you kind of want to do brunch like a, at a bar because you want to get you know some spicy Bloody Marys or something. A spot that I like a lot is the Royal Tavern oh, on yeah. Passchunk. Uh-huh. It's like 6th and Carpenter, but it's on Passchunk, right? Yep, yep. So Royal Tavern, great menu, and it's dark. So like if you're out late the night before and your eyes are still <laughs> hurting and you, you really don't want to see people looking at you too too well, like you need some darkness, you go, you sit in Royal Tavern, and their menu's great. You can obviously get these giant, spicy Bloody Marys. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever been to Royal Tavern for brunch. Oh, I've really? I've definitely been for, I have not even been there in years, but when we lived down there, we went there a lot for um, dinner. Oh, you might hear the thunder in the background. We went there a lot for uh, for dinner and even lunch and happy hours. And They have the best grilled cheese. I don't know if you've ever had it. Yeah, I have had it's it. It's so good. Yeah, it is good. Their coffee's really good, too. I'm, a, I'm big into coffee, so obviously. So, yeah. like, their coffee, their eggs, Benny. Usually have crazy omelets and obviously full bar. So something like that. So I'm trying to work in the rest of the day because obviously you have to have to mention the cheesesteak place, which is not the easiest. Um, but let's just say let's say you you really overdo it at brunch and you need to walk off some of this before you go get the cheesesteak right so (laughs) so i would say if you're going to do any historical stuff i guess you have to do not right the liberty bell wouldn't you say i I would say if you've never seen it i guess you need to see it sixth and chestnut liberty bell you only need about five minutes yeah go in (laughs) and out and then if you're still feeling like you need something in old city I would say third and arch, like the Betsy Ross house is kind of fun. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. That's Walk interesting. Around it, you know? Yep. Yep. All of Old City, really. You could kind of just do a loop in Old City. Old I City's think. great. Yeah. Yeah. But is, is the duck tour still going on, the duck boat tour? I don't think so. No. After the accident. As long as you don't drown, the duck boat tour is the way to go. <laughs> I think it's over. I think it's over after the barge accident. Oh, like, yeah. They got run over by Hungarians barge. were killed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that was man, not that a good was thing. Terrible. That was terrible. But I had friends that took their kids on that, and they said it was great, actually. Because yeah. it drives all around the city, then it goes into the water, and... I've seen them. I mean, they're in other cities too. 
I think uh, they're in Baltimore. They're in some other cities too. They always look like fun. All right. So for cheesesteaks, obviously there's Pats and Geno's, but if you want to do something that's not touristy, check out John's Roast Pork at mm-hmm. like Front and Snyder. It's it's a small little. It almost looks like a, a pop up. Um, building. It's like a one-story small building at Front and Snyder. It almost looks like a stand, like a food stand. Yeah, and their cheesesteak is really, really good. It's huge. Um, but if you're looking for like a, uh, they don't have whiz there, so that's the that's the only thing. So a lot of people want that cheesesteak with the whiz just because they experience the gluttonous Philadelphia sandwich. Yeah, but that cheesesteak like is great. I used to like Wiz. I, I can get down with Wiz. I mean, I like the Wiz to dip fries into, but yeah. not, on, not really on yeah, a cheesesteak. See, I, I always said, like, I had friends that say, oh, you know, you have to do provolone. I was, that's like putting earrings on a pig. You got this sloppy sandwich. You really need this great cheese? I mean, are you kidding me? What are you trying to be, like, sophisticated? You're going to eat your cheesesteak with your pinky in the air? Like, that's put the Wiz like on it. it. <laughs> I like the provolone. Put the Wiz on it. You're going to spill half of it on your face. Come on. <laughs> that's great. That's great. No, that's a good that's a good choice because everybody knows Pat's and Gino's. I think John's is John's is a good one. So let's say you wanted I'll give a couple dinner options. So dinner, let's say you 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 want something, you want to go to a you know, a nice place but you still want it with casual cuisine. I just made that up. Um <laughs> Village Whiskey? Oh yeah, that's a good one. You can get a great burger there. And they have like a ton of bourbons, ton of different bourbons. Now that's a little pricey that place, um, but Village Whiskey's great. Where is Village Whiskey? It's like Twentieth and Sansom. <clears throat> I we usually go there before we go to Helium Comedy Club. That's like our place that we go before we go see a comedy show. So I think it's like I think it's Twentieth and Sansom. Let me Google that real quick. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Twentieth or twenty second. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's one it's one eighteen South Twentieth Street. So twentieth and Sansom. Yeah. Yeah, I like Village Whiskey. And if you have time, now this is a seven o'clock game. You're probably not gonna have time to do this. Or maybe <laughs> after. I'm just trying to get all the guy stuff that I like to do around the city. But if you're looking for a cigar and a whiskey or scotch or something like that, you go over to Ashton Cigar Bar on the 1500 block of walnut can't go wrong there you can get a cigar actually you can go downstairs the secret is you go downstairs you get on the ground floor you walk into holtz you buy your cigar there then you go up to ashton because it's right upstairs because if you buy your cigar at ashton they probably tack on another ten dollars on top of that ten dollar cigar you just bought so you bring your cigar up there and that's beautiful they'll have sports on it's it's really nice lounge and full bar really cool and then you can go watch the Phillies kick your team's butt. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> that is a very filling day. Yeah. After and you'd the probably game. be hammered as well. <laughs> yeah. So no peanuts at the game, I'm thinking. <laughs> How about you? Have you thought about like it. a Philly day trip for people? Yeah. You know what? Lately, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like feeling lately. Maybe I still have vacation on the mind. But lately I'm thinking... What could you do that's like maybe an hour or two outside of the city, Um, you know, just to kind of get out and just like if you had like a long weekend or if you even had even 24 hours, really, even if you're not staying overnight, where could you go? My mind always goes first to the Poconos. As you know, Billy and I have a little place we bought now 
five years ago, which I can't even believe it's been five years, um, where our place is located is exactly two hours away. So for some people, I think that might be a little too far. But one place I think would be fun, which is only about an hour outside of Philly, is Jim Thorpe. Have you ever been there? Yeah, it's been it's it's been a while, but it, well, it's next to Big Boulder, right? It's near Big Boulder. Yeah. yeah. Jim Thorpe is like right off the turnpike, so it's super easy. It's a little historic town. It's set in a 19th century coal mine on the Lehigh Gorge Scenic Railway. So it's very cool. There's a little train station there. Like if you had kids, they could take a little train ride. It's really a cute town with like little antique stores and boutiques and some really great and wineries and some really great restaurants. Um, so I think if I were going there for the day or telling someone to go there for the day, I guess I would say, and you know, this podcast, of course, is about drinking <laughs> and we, real estate. We, we tend to m- mention alcohol from we time to time. We tend to go there. Uh, drinking and food and food. But one of the favorite places that Billy and I, when we, so a lot of times we'll stop in Jim Thorpe on our way up to our place, which is in Greentown. And the place that we love the most is Marion Ho's Bar. And it's in an old firehouse, which is hence the name Hose Bar. And it's next to the famous Opera House. So you can't miss it. It's kind of right on the main drag in Jim Thorpe. They have an amazing cocktail list, um, which has some really, it has a really extensive whiskey list, actually. And then a lot of beer on tap, like local beer on tap, a lot of Philly beer on tap, too, which is pretty cool. Um, My favorite cocktail there is called the Splish, Splish Splash Spa Water, I think it's called. And it's um, stateside vodka, house infused cucumber, lemon and mint water with a splash of club at the end. And it's so good. Um, They also have this drink, which I haven't tried yet, that I'm going to try the next time we go. We might be going up this weekend, so hold me to this. It's called the Cocoa Orange Milkshake. And it's a frozen Tito's vodka with house coffee liqueur, Grand Meunier, vanilla, fresh cream, chocolate syrup, and a fresh orange zest. Kind of sounds a little crazy, but it sounds really Uh, good. Yeah, it sounds sweet. Yeah. They also have the best, I think, the best mac and cheese. Um, It has Cooper and Gouda cheeses, and then they put barbecue potato chips on top, like crumbled on top. So it kind of has like that sweet barbecue crunchiness. It's really, really good. You know what we need to do? We need to do, and you know this probably already, but we need to do like a Pocono episode. We, That's a I whole think we will. episode. We will. You know? And a lot, and just, and as we're saying that, a lot of people know that we bought our little place in the Poconos. And a lot of people, even other real estate agents, will ask me, you know, do you sell in the Poconos? And the answer to that is no. <laughs> um, the Poconos, they're really, there's like five different MLSs in the Poconos. We don't have access to them at all. So, um, I have a great agent that I have referred to so many people. The agent that we used when we bought our place, I've referred her to so many people. So I am certainly not an expert on real estate up there. And there are also lots of different areas of the Poconos. The Poconos are huge. And where our place is, we're like, we're we're further north than most of our friends who have places. Like, you know, Amy has a place like in Lake Harmony. And we're, we're about another hour past Amy. Um, and we're probably only about 30 minutes from New York, from New York State. So um, so we're a little further up than most people. But anyway. Uh, Your spot, you're in like a real like residential area. It's the mountains. I mean, it's definitely the mountains. Where, where your place is in the Poconos, it's... <laughs> like you're a real part of a town versus... It's not a, touristy. Exactly. Like, yeah. like it's not yeah. like a community. 
Right. You know what no I mean? Like HOA you bought, community. Yeah, you yeah. bought a house <laughs> where people have been living for, like, they grew up there. And yeah. you just kind of like ensconced yourself in this community. Yeah. Can I yeah. tell my favorite story from your Pocono house? Yeah, I hope. Yeah. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm nervous, <laughs> but can, yes. We could cut it yes. if we need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Go for it. You know, you guys bought that place and then and you did like you most of your own renovations and stuff like that. And I and and you Billy uh, is it Billy or you that love antiquing or is it both of you? Both of us. Okay. It's both of us. Right. And I love that you you know, you can furnish the place however you would want and you can probably pay contractors to come in and, and make it crazy you know, luxurious, but you guys like to do that stuff. You're both artsy, you like do it yourself. And you, you know, you have that, that style where you can go antiquing and get pieces and you know, it's, so it's not cookie cutter and anything. So that, that's really cool. But when I was laughing at, when I was in the, your Pocono house and I'm sitting there and you have this beautiful sliding glass door that just faces that lake. It's like a great view, right? It's, it's a room yeah. you don't really want to even put a TV in, right? Because you have that There is no lake. TV. There is no yeah. still? Okay. We just got Wi-Fi, actually. Okay. But no, because I have to work every once in a while when yeah. I'm there, but no TV. No, we're yes. like anti-TV there. <laughs> Which I, I get, because you, you want to feel like you're disconnected while yeah. you're there. That's part of the enjoyment of going there, right? Um. So I'm sitting on the couch and Billy, Billy's telling me all this stuff. And there's like a bearskin rug in the middle of the floor. With I think it was real, right? Is that a real it's bear? Real. That's a real, it's a real bear, bear, bear head on the floor. So, you know, South Philly boy sitting here going, oh, okay, all right, let's see, let's see what's going on here. So Billy's like, what do you think of that couch? And I was like, uh, it's good. Why? And he goes, I trash picked it. He did. <laughs> and I was like, okay, thanks for telling me. <laughs> Not, but, but he trash picked it. Actually, he trash picked it in Mount Airy. That's where it was out for the trash in Mount Airy in our own neighborhood. But he, he like wrapped it. He brought it all the way to the Poconos on top oh of God. the van because so it wouldn't man. fit in the van. So and then, and it's a big round kind of like, it's not a sectional, but it's like a big Chesterfield, really extra long leather brown sofa that's curved. It's like, it's 70, totally 70s. But he, um, wrapped it up before we brought it into the Pocono house. He wrapped it up in like trash bags and put like mothball things in there. Like he killed whatever might have been in that thing <laughs> and then cleaned it. And then that was what you were saying. Yeah, about. I think. But yeah, he, he failed to mention all that. <laughs> he just told me he pulled it out of the trash. And I was like, okay, great. Nice. <laughs> We've got a lot of trash picks in all in every house we have. Oh, man. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, so back to Jim Thorpe. So that, so the Marion Hose Bar, I think, would be a definite. And then across the street, after you maybe have your mac and cheese and your, your dinner, they have good, really good food there. Across the street is a place called the Notch 8 Craft House. And we've only been there for drinks, but they have a perfect fall drink called the Campfire Old Fashioned, which has Kinsey bourbon, smoked maple syrup, orange cherry bitters, and a toasted marshmallow on top. And it's so good. It's like a smoked kind of a, one of those smoked kind of bourbon drinks. Really, really good. That sounds nice. Yeah, it's really nice. <clears throat> and then the other place I would try, um, it's more of a late night place, is called the Albright Room Speakeasy. And it's a really cool one of a kind experience in the historic Albright Mansion 
in Jim Thorpe's Millionaire Row, which is kind of also that sort of main drag. And it's like stepping back in time to the age of prohibition. It's so cool. Oh, get out. Um, yeah, they do like absinthe with the, you know, the sugar with a cube. the spoon and the sugar? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I, I really like that. And I, I know a lot of people don't like absinthe, but I actually really do I don't like think it. I've ever had it. So you can get a good Sazerac there. Like all the drinks are kind of like classics. Yeah, and they have all like the old six kinds drinks. of Manhattans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Awesome. Okay. And their tagline is how America drank when it wasn't supposed to. <laughs> oh, I dig that. <laughs> and they're less about food. Um, they have like light tapas and desserts and stuff that constantly change, but it's more about their cocktail list. And then they also have cigar, like a cigar bar. So that's pretty cool. And then if you did want to go kind of closer to where our place is, um, we're in a town called Greentown. We're right off of 390 is kind of the main road there. And we're right between Skytop Lodge and Promised Land State Park. We're three miles to each. So Skytop Lodge is really cool. Lots of outdoor activities. They have golfing. So you could do that during the day. They have, you know, skiing in the wintertime. The one cool thing about the Poconos, I think, is that it's year round. Like you can ski and do winter sports if you're into that in the wintertime. And it's beautiful in the winter. And then, of course, it's great in the summer. And Promised Land State Park actually has a beach, has beaches and trails and lakes. And so that's pretty cool. And then if you go a little bit further, like maybe, you know, 20 minutes further north, you hit Lake Wallenpompak where you can like rent a boat and you can, there's great dining things. And then a little further than that is the Catskills. You get into New York and you get into the Catskills. So that would be more than a day trip. That could be like a really great long weekend. And you and Sheena actually stayed in the Lake Wallenpompak area. I in thought Holly so, yeah. At the Ledges Hotel because for your wedding, oh, we got yeah. you a little a little gift certificate to go to the Ledges Hotel, which is one of our favorites. It's like this cool, it was an old silk mill and it's a, it's, and it was made into a boutique hotel and there's like a restaurant downstairs, but it's got um, like waterfalls everywhere. It's really cool. Cause you're kind of like built into a mountain. It's pretty neat. I took a couple of really good photos when we were there. I think it might've been Jan. It was like in January. Cause or it was February. for your anniversary is when you yes. finally went your yeah. first anniversary. Exactly. And I got some really cool IG photos. I'll post a couple of those photos to the happy hour IG. Yeah. From so Le- that makes a Legis. nice like weekend, which is, could be an hour away if you do Jim Thorpe or a little bit longer, if you go up a little further North. And then on the flip side of that, I feel like if you were going away, I'm kind of just thinking out loud, but if you were going away and wanted more of a beach experience that's less crowded than the Jersey Shore and still only about an hour, hour and a half away, I think the sleeper town is Lewis, Delaware. Um, Never heard of it. Yep. So people don't don't know about the Delaware beaches quite as much. No. They know about the Jersey Shore. They know maybe about like Ocean City, Maryland, which my family has a place there. But the Delaware beaches are beautiful and they're less crowded, typically. Um, so Lewis, Delaware is like this little, it's a very small town. Um, and they have, you know, beaches and breweries and shopping. And it's a, it's a cute little town with lots of dining. If I was going there, and you could easily do a day trip there, honestly. If you got up early and just left from Philly, you could come back at night. And if you were doing that, I would... Um, um, go to the wheelhouse for lunch or happy hour. It's kind of like a casual dining, you know, restaurant like on the water. It's really nice. Um, and then if you've had too much to drink and need to spend the night, <laughs> you could stay at the Dogfish Inn, which is a refurbished 50s motel owned by the Dogfish Beer folks. Um, it's complete with like retro inspired rooms and a fire pit with s'mores. It's really cool. It's Wait, do little- they have the bar on the main floor? 
I think I was there. So that's in Rehoboth, which is only like a few miles okay. uh, south of Lewis. So Lewis is just, Lewis is kind of tucked away and it's a little quieter, honestly. But for dinner, if you were staying overnight um, and we're going to do drinks, I would take the mile or so drive into Rehoboth and you have a million options there. And for some of our favorites, Billy and I love a restaurant called Theo's, which has a really great bar and really fun, friendly service. Um, or for something even more casual, like happy hour or something, another great place is Thompson Island Brewing Company. They have great beer and outdoor seating. Um, so yeah, so that would that's my other thing. If if you think maybe you want to do the beach, but you don't want to get involved in like the the traffic and the crazy crowds in Jersey, maybe try Delaware. <laughs> I think we get all caught up on that. You know, everyone is listening is from Philly, and they already right. know where everything is. So we should probably get into like writing a couple blog articles like that, you know, I just like different scenarios and then just put, and they could be short, you know? Yeah. They could be real and it's short. so nice because, you know, like just with COVID and I don't know, things happening now, it's kind of like people are searching for a day trip. They're, they're not maybe taking the big vacation. They're not going abroad, you know, but Airbnb. like just a day trip. Yeah. A little Airbnb or like a little something. Yeah just it's i love the idea i think it's great there's so many great day trips or weekend trips from philly yeah so right. we're gonna get on that sounds good yeah. all right so obviously this week we don't have dina's downloads so Kristen has some uh news bites for us and uh we were trying to think of a name all day but we couldn't come up with anything we, that's rhyme with we are rhyme coming with up <laughs> we're coming up empty we can't come up with a k so, word no we to got save nothing. our lives no, All right. So we, anyway, this is temporary anyway. So. Yeah. And as it turns out, both of these that I'm going to tell you are borderline fake news anyway. So but anyway, it'll be fun. So as many people may know, all over the Internet, maybe not all over the Internet if you're not from Philly, but on a flight from Philadelphia to Miami on Frontier Airlines last weekend, a man was duct taped to a seat after he allegedly punched a male flight attendant and inappropriately touched two female flight attendants. While on the flight, the passenger brushed an empty cup along the backside of a flight attendant and came out of the bathroom shirtless after spilling a drink on his clothing. And after staff helped this gentleman, he's 22 years old from Ohio, get another shirt from his luggage, he, then accused, he was then accused of groping the chest of female flight attendants before punching the male in the face who had been called over to monitor him. So it's this whole funny thing that has been all over the news that this flight attendant ended up having to duct tape this guy to his seat. He's 22 years old. He's from Ohio. He's now facing three counts of battery after being taken into custody in Miami. Um, but he was caught on camera shouting at the flight crew and other passengers. He said things like, my parents are worth more than fucking two million goddamn dollars that's hilarious just a brat so right random. a total brat he continued to cry hollering at everyone with an earshot he said his grandfather was an attorney the guys the guy was kind of crazy but the funny part was that's not that's that's all just par for the course in philly We're, that would not make news in any other place i mean <laughs> this is Philadelphia here that's a tuesday right the funny part was that then this video went viral of the flight attendant who ended up duct taping him his name was alfredo rivera and it was this this video that just kind of went viral and bill you i know you have the audio footage which you're going to loop in here so everybody can hear it now understand something i'm a flight attendant that means i attend the flights 
Sometimes our job has us attending to crazy people. If you push us too far, you're going to have to attend this ass whooping. You see, because on this particular flight, I'm sitting in the jump seat and I'm just looking at him like the damn fool. He's spitting and cussing and going crazy. I say, that's enough. I got up and I walked over there. And by the way, this man smelled like a pack of Marlboro cigarettes, uh, four shots of Everclear alcohol and regret. So I know something's about to go down. At this point, he touched all over my co-worker's breast. And where he f***ed up at is when he touched my titties. Because I don't play that. So what I did is I took out the duct tape. I said, he got scared, start stuttering. Say, hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. I said, yeah, we about to mummify your ass now, boy. So we wrapped him up. Better than any Christmas present you ever see. He won't be coming on no more frontier flights at all. But it is probably one of the funniest things. That my, the best line, I think, is when he says that this man smelled like a pack of Marlboro cigarettes, four <laughs> shots of Everclear alcohol, and regret. So I know something's <laughs> about to go down. <laughs> it was so funny. So I'm in a, you know, everybody's in a text group with their friends. So my brother... Uh, texts us the link to somebody's Twitter feed who has the video. And this is like before I saw the news article. So I'm watching this video. You know, it looks like a news story. It looks like they're interviewing the flight attendant. And as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, there's no way this is real, right? He, This can't be real. But then when it ends, it just, when he gets done speaking, it goes back to the anchors and the news station and they're dying laughing. So it makes you think it's real. So I was like texting and I said, to, the, to my friends and I said this can't be real yeah and they were all saying no it's real so everybody was fooled I have six everybody. guys six guys on my text chain and they were all fooled they were all telling me it was real I was like how there's no way and uh yeah I, I just learned uh, actually today I was yes. you know scrolling YouTube and I then it I came out today it did yeah. come out today so yeah. you know I am scrolling youtube and i see this guy being interviewed in other situations i was like wait a minute that's not you know what i mean and then i put it together i was like oh okay but it yeah. went on for a while where yeah. we thought this was real i thought that yeah. was because when you watch the video it does look like a bigger flight attendant you yeah. know wrestling with the guy yeah. and you only see like his back shoulder or something so it looks like a big dude so I just thought... Oh, I totally thought it was real. I, I mean, too. I think everybody thought it was real. And then today, I think it came out that, like, alas, it was all fake. And Alfredo Rivera is not a flight attendant. In fact, it's not his real name. And the news channel wasn't real either. So they, they actually faked that. It was a good video. You know, it was a good video. video. It was a really good video. It was good really video. good. Yeah. And he's actually a comedian and YouTuber called The Real Spark. And he's also known as James Bates. And he specializes in fake interviews for real news stories. And he has like millions of views on his YouTube. I guess if you go to YouTube channel. and just search uh, yeah. flight attendant. The real spark tape, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll probably say it. I'm anyway, sure everybody <laughs> saw it by now anyway. Yeah, hopefully everybody saw it. And it's regardless of whether or not it's real or not. It is funny. It's so funny to watch. <laughs> it's it's funny. so funny. <laughs> so there's a bit of fake news for you. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to bring up is... The Grey Gardens house was for sale. 
in the Hamptons. Now, Bill, I asked you about this before and you didn't know what it was. So No, I saw did you text us or was that an email? Oh no, no, it well, was on I, did you post I it posted on? it on Facebook. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. I yes. So it so I'm obsessed with Grey Gardens. You have no idea. And Villiers too. We were obsessed with it. We got into it like so Grey Gardens is is a huge mansion in East Hampton, um, in the Hamptons. And it was um, owned by Big Edie and her daughter, Little Edie, who were the aunt and the first cousin of Jackie, Onass- Jackie Kennedy Onassis. Um, they were like New York socialites. They were super, super wealthy. They had this place in the Hamptons that fell into such disrepair. Um, they, like, I think throughout the fall of, like, 1971 and 72, their living conditions were infested by fleas. They had numerous cats and raccoons. They had their water shut off. Um, the house was filled with garbage and decay. And then it was exposed in a National Enquirer and a cover story on the, in New York Magazine um, because the Suffolk County Health Department was coming out to do an inspection. And, of course, the the owners were calling it, they were calling them raids, but they were coming to do inspections and then it was revealed that they were living this way. The house was totally overgrown. There is a really great documentary on the two women from 1975. The bill, you ha- that's your homework. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. Doesn't it's sound so like something I would watch. You're telling me it's good? It's 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 so interesting. Billy likes it's it. so interesting. Billy loved it. Loved it. So much so that when it ended... We went right into watching the um, the version. There's a newer movie. I think it may have come out in like the n- late '90s, early 2000s, uh, with starring Drew Barrymore and um, Jessica Lange playing them. And it was it was a movie based on that. It's actually been like put on Broadway. Anyway, you have to see it. You have to see it. So this this house was just like un- unreal. You really have to watch the documentary because it's a true documentary. Mm-hmm. It's not a it's not fictional. And then in 1972, Jackie Onassis actually um, provided some necessary funds to stabilize and repair the building so that it would meet the codes of the village. And then it fell into disrepair again. And then finally, Big Edie died. The mother died in 1977. And then Little Edie sold the house in 1979 for $220,000, which is crazy. Two, Sally Quinn and her husband, um, the longtime Washington Post editor, Ben Bradley. And they were they promised to restore the dilapidated structure. Um, part of the the sale agreement was that they couldn't raise the building. They had to they had to restore it. They couldn't just you know tear it down. So they did. And then it was put on the market. Now, it's been all over Facebook. It's been all over everything. I even reposted it because I'm was so i so obsessed with Great Gardens. I think it's the most interesting thing. I love big, giant, old, crazy houses. Um, and I have a, like, I don't know, a weird thing about hoarders, too. But um, <laughs> That's a weird combination. <laughs> How much is it's it? It's a weird... Wait, What's the sales fifteen million five hundred. However, I went and did some further research. It was actually sold in two thousand seventeen. So whatever the this stuff that's out right now, it it already sold. It uh, sold four years ago. It's okay. not on the market right now. So again, more fake news. Oh, Sorry, Dina. God. I just can't live. I can't live up to Dina's downloads. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> Don't ever put me in this position again. <laughs> but you have to watch Grey Gardens. I don't even know I'm what that is. It. If you want to text me some a link or you know tell I'll me where you, you have to you Just have to Google. really tell me where where I gotta go to watch this right. thing. It's a it's a night you, you it's everywhere. It's a 1975 documentary. You must watch it. And then I even recommend the movie too with Drew Barrymore and Jessica Lange. It's it's so good. 
it's so good. I can't imagine. It's just crazy. I, All right. I don't know. I love things about like, I don't know. I'm just obsessed with like houses. What could happen with two old ladies in a house? Like what the hell's going on there? Tea parties and cats? No, it's like you wonder how, I mean, obviously there were mental health things going on. And a lot of time, a lot of people actually did criticize the documentarians for maybe taking advantage of them. Um, and, and kind of like, I don't know, just exposing them in a way that maybe they shouldn't have, oh, but like they allowed they put, it. To... Like Ozzy Osbourne on a reality show and followed him around while he walked in the right. doors. Right, right. Okay. Kind of like that. But like they, they were like socialites. They were like super wealthy, like high society. If you listen, if you kind of like dig into, and they do in the documentary, like dig into their background a little bit and they were super wealthy and like, and then they kind of ended up this way. It was, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Right. And I have a thing I'll for try. like crazy big old, old houses that need a lot of love. I I feel like I live in. So you could trash pick a couch, you know. Yeah, yeah. Every house I have has been Grey Gardens esque in a way. Um, All right, cool. So, but anyway, I'll try to check it out. Yeah, yeah. So that's my news. I only have two, not three. Sorry, Dina. I'm really not living up to Dina today. All right, Kristen. Well, let's wrap this one up and. Uh, We'll do our next show after Dina's wedding, I'm assuming, right? Yes, We're gonna get... and I feel like a big part of the show has to be about the wedding itself. Okay. And maybe the trouble we get into at the Borgata. Yeah, and I already apologized to <laughs> Dina in advance for my behavior because I told her that I am going to eat and drink everything and tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We can't wait. Yeah, we'll have a full recap for everyone. Uh, in the next episode. All right, cool. All right, well, let's get out of here, and uh, I guess I'll see you at Borgata, and then uh, we'll do our recap wedding show. Sounds good. All right, Kristen. All right, cheers. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye.